As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, hey everybody, welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. I'm Travis. Hey. Hey, I'm Brandon. <laughs> and we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Oh, we're uh, doing it live. This, this, is the, this is the podcast where uh, we usually have intro music, but sometimes uh, things don't happen, and I've already hit the streaming button. So, oh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I we started doing this in, in oh, oh, man, that's going to that's gonna bother me. Because I switched to Chrome because that's when you could hear it. Or maybe it was Firefox that you could hear it. I, one of them did. One of them, it, it worked. And the other, it didn't work. That's so, all I remember. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, browsers are hard. Uh, yeah, if, if, if you want to... Uh, this is a show where we talk about stuff. And we're going to talk about some real heavy-hitting stuff this week. Uh, but if you have uh, questions for us, concerns, things you want to address specifically to myself or Brandon, mm. uh, you can hit us up on social media over at Apathusiast on Twitter. I am at Juggalmino. He is at Steve the Heb. Yeah. I know that's confusing. His name is Brandon, but you, you figure it out. <laughs> uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show on Instagram at apathetic underscore enthusiasm. You can send us an email at apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com or head to our website, apathetic enthusiasm.com. You can drop a tip in the old virtual tip jar over at patreon.com slash rickandmortypod. And those are the social media things. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Somebody is joining our appear in right now. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. No, we're streaming. Get them out of here. Hey, here we go. Ah, what? Oh, you switched. I switched. That's amazing. Oh, Brandon, you are, you are a, I don't know, think you're a weird guy. Uh, what's going on? What? What's going on? What have you been up to? Hey, man. You know, not not too much. Uh, troubleshooting browser issues, clearly. Um, <laughs> I've been doing that. I've been doing a little of that. Uh, watching some TV here and there. Playing some playing some League of Legends here and wow. there. Oh, getting back yeah, onto you, that train. You, you told me last night that you were playing some LOL, and I thought you were just laughing at me. <laughs> I'm playing some LOL. <laughs> 
uh, so yeah, here, here's, here's the thing with League of Legends. Uh, I may have, maybe I've said this on this, this show before, but League of Legends has always been a thing that I've played with people I know be like with, with Zach in, while we were in Korea getting drunk, Zach and Rad Black, uh, Corey, and, and just, just, just having fun with it, having a blast. And then when they weren't around, I'm like, eh, I don't really want to play this with myself yeah. with people I don't know. Um, right. Uh, and uh, I last time I was in California, I played it with my with my older brother and his kids. Um, and that was and that was fun. I was like, oh, you know, I like playing this game. Um, and so I got back here. Yeah, you know, let's fire it up. Let's fire it up. Let me play a, a game. And you know, I enjoyed it. I said, yeah. you know, I don't need, I don't need family or friends. friends. I don't, I don't need, I don't need Travis to, to, to play this game with me because he, he, <laughs> he never will. Uh, I yeah, just, I don't, I don't need that. I just need my good friends Jim and Jack, and <laughs> Captain Morgan. Hey, uh, just so you so, know, those yeah. are those are alcohol. That's alcohol. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, you don't have friends. I didn't replace um, you. I just okay. drink more. Oh, that's cool. My friend Johnny is walking over later, and he's he'll be here. You have a uh, friend Johnny? Yeah, he's a walker. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, these are the jokes, kid. These are the jokes. Uh, Apathetic enthusiasm, <laughs> the great joke podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're a comedy podcast now, guys. Uh, yeah, so so you're playing with some league. Yeah, uh, I. I've been on hiatus kind of with Overwatch, especially with Apex being around, but I keep like, oh, yeah. I keep revisiting it. And I think that becomes one of those games that I'll play like just a couple of matches and then, and then hop out of it. But I'm really looking for one of those like sort of Zen meditation type games where you're like, you can just get in there and play like Astroneer's a little bit like that for me where I can just like hop in and explore the planet and build a base and just be done with it. Completely throw away hours of my life. <laughs> uh, but not, but not have to like be like super like competitive or like it's, it's more of a re relaxation type game. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I need, I, I think I need a couple more games like that. I mean like city skylines, like you were playing recently, that, that could be a game like that too. Um, but then like all of a sudden your city is like going out of control and all, th all sorts of things are going on and you're like, Oh, I have to, I have to make sure the taxes are properly, uh, tabulated or whatever did, you do in did, that game. Do we, do we, do we talk about when, uh, me playing cities skylines recently on stream? Yeah. Well, so like after the stream, did we ever talk about me playing it? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so it's just to talk about that real quick. Uh, when I, I, I did a stream a couple times, if you checked out Interdimensional RSS for the stream and you saw the notification, it said, hey, watch Brandon play a boring game. That was me <laughs> playing Skylines. And, and if Omar is watching my coworker, he knows how boring it was indeed. Um, but there was there was a gentleman who I, I'm assuming it's a gentleman. It, the name was like gentleman like it was like Mr. Gentleman to guy man <laughs> person. <laughs> Um, but he, he, he came in, he or she, uh, came in and was like, Oh, uh, what are you trying to do? Like, I don't know what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to build a city. Trying yes. to make a city. 
And uh, and then I just started asking advice and saying like, oh, like how should I set up these grids or where should I put industrial in relation to this? And then they were like, well, you know, demolish this road. You don't need that road. Make it a parallel thing and make it a, a, a nine by 20. That's the best bang for your buck. And and then I stopped the stream uh, because eventually, because in my head I thought, Oh, I don't want to do this. I can't, I can't, I can't stream <laughs> with people who are way better and have spent so much more time with this game than I have. But like, you have like genuine like viewer interaction, someone actually like participating on the stream with you, and you're like, ah, too much. I gotta get out. I gotta get out of this. He's, they're judging me. They're judging me for not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, and so that that's that's the first part of that. The second part of that is. Uh, the next day I played just by myself, no streaming, just me building the city up, following the advice that I'd gotten. And my city was doing really, really well. Probably the best that I've ever had a city do. And I was, I was, wow, I'm, I'm doing it. And then I got to a point where I had anxiety about going any further with a city. Because <laughs> like, I, I, I know I'm overwhelmed by the possibilities of what I can do. <laughs> I'm making so much money uh, <laughs> and so many, and I just unlocked all this stuff. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to move on. Can't do this game yeah. anymore. Can't do it. Let me go play League of Legends. <laughs> uh, so are, uh, what have you been doing other than playing video games? Have you been uh, getting out on the town, enjoying that weather that's way better than the weather I have up here? Absolutely, Travis. I'm glad you. I'm glad you asked about this. So, uh, for those of you who know, I'm Brandon Cruz, and I'm <laughs> I co-host the show. Uh, also, I was able to 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 snag um, a press pass to the Gasparilla International Film Festival, which is out here in Tampa every year, and uh, uh, that was at, that was really cool. It was, you know, it's a week. It's a week long movie festival. Um, they they theaters all across Tampa show certain movies and it's a pretty, pretty, you know, good, cool event. Uh, Omar and I actually went to like the, the like pre-party, which I'm glad he was there to go with me because we ended up talking to just this one, like production company and the guy and his friend and everyone else was like super dressed up and like, ah. <laughs> Can't, can't do it. Did you, you go know, in your like classic like t-shirt and like like jeans? No, I, no, I went with I went a, I actually went in slacks and a button up shirt and a tie. No, hey, look at you, look at you, look at that from you are, from Nicktoons to look, a tie. Look at us, look at us growing up. We're gonna circle <laughs> back to that in a little bit. <laughs> um, so uh, Mitch and Cindy, my in laws, were were in town that week, so I I didn't really have a chance to go to all the movies that not even necessarily that I wanted to see. I just didn't want to spend that much time away from them. Like, all right, sure. cool. I got home from work. Going to go see a movie. Good to see you guys. I'll be at the movies for the next <laughs> yeah. six hours. Thanks for buying Chelsea string lights for the back porch. Um, but, but the one thing that I did want to see was a Friday night at the Ebor city movie theater. They were showing, there's two different things. There was the horror film shorts and, a showing after that of a Japanese film called one cut of the dead. And, uh, so I'll start, I'll, I'll, I'll want to start with these three, these three horror shorts. And they were, they ranged from like 
seven minutes long to 17. Just, just three of them. Uh, the first of those films was a movie called Latched. And I didn't know what I was expecting going in, into this. I'd never been to a film festival. <laughs> okay. I'd never been to a film festival. And I didn't, you know, I, I, I walk up with my, with my little press pass. And I'm like, I'm here, I'm here for the... I just, I just picture you like uh, Wayne's World when they get the backstage passes and you're just holding it up to everybody. Like, like this all oh, I need? Backstage, backstage pass. QR, backstage QR pass. code's right there. Just scan it, right? <laughs> uh, it says Brandon Cruz Apathetic Enthusiasm here on the front. Um, mm-hmm. So they, they let me in. They scan. They, they give you like a little uh, sheet of paper. And since it, it's a, a short, the, the, the event was a short films, um, it had the name of each one of the films and then stars... Uh, one to three stars associated with each one of the films and so you're supposed to like tear where the stars are uh and that's how you vote so you don't need a pen to, to take mm, with you okay uh, Andy. Yeah, so go in there the movies the, the 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 films start and the first is called latched and what latched is about is it's a it's a woman and her her her, her baby uh and they go up to like a um uh, like their lake house cabin up in the woods uh she's like getting a divorce from her husband uh whatever and she's just going up there to practice uh, a a dance routine um and uh so so she gets up there she's a dancer and she's trying to get away from from all right that's sure that's probably not that important to the the plot that's fine but all right she goes up there and uh so she it's it's her baby and she's doing a lot of breastfeeding and there's like there's focus on her breast, but not like in a, like a creepy like slasher way where they're like, oh look boobies. It's more of like a oh the baby's eating, feeding off of her breast, whatever. Well, eventually, her and her 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 kid are are walking through the woods, and the kid happens to find a body, like a like a little like a little corpse, and the corpse is like it's all dried out. It kind of looks like beef jerky a little bit, and they show it to this like kind of creepy old man. That she has no problem with. She's she's not really creeped out by him, but he's just looks like Angus Scrim from uh, the uh, uh, Phantasm movies, the Tall Man. <laughs> okay. And uh, so the, she goes up to him and she says, "Hey, what what is this? What does this look like? What what is it? Do you know what this is?" And he's like, "I've seen everything out here in this woods. Looks like a bat. Yeah, that's a bat. All right. <laughs> so." Uh, she, they go, they go, she goes back into the house. She sets the bat. She like toss, she tosses his corpse into the trash can. And then she's like pumping breast milk. And then she, uh, accidentally knocks the breast milk over and then it spills into the trash can where the corpse is. And then the corpse starts like drinking the, the breast milk. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, fast forward to the end of the, by the way spoilers abound everybody um fast forward yeah spoilers on the short film latched (laughs) this corpse turns into it's a fairy and then it turns into a really big fairy who just is desiring this woman's breast milk um and the movie is called latched and that has a big part to do with the finale of the it sounds weird. It sounds so crazy. Here's the deal. Like when you first mentioned the premise of the film, <clears throat> I thought, oh, I'll make a breastfeeding joke. That'll be clearly <laughs> off topic. Nope. 
but I showed restraint. Perfectly uh, on target. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, horror is a weird genre, man. That's yeah. uh, good. Good stuff. And so overall, your experience at the film festival, though, like, uh, was that? I mean. Did you enjoy it? Was it something where you're like, oh, I definitely want to go do more of these? Yeah, or? yeah. Like if if I'm if I'm here in Tampa at the same time next year, and I can still get, you know, if I can get a press pass again, I, I would I would love to go to go see it. Uh, you know, I watched Latched. I watched a movie called Thread, where a woman is like has a piece of like thread like that you would sew that's just like sticking out of her arm, and she's like pulling yeah. it. She's like yeah. pulling it, and there's just more and more thread coming out of her arm. Um, and then, then another one called Lullaby, which which wasn't my favorite of the three, but the producer of the, that that short clearly latched was <laughs> latched was clearly it was absolutely my favorite of the three. Um, oh, by the way, that old man at the end <laughs> when it's like a like a gigantic fairy, he's like, "That ain't a fucking bat." <laughs> uh, it's <was just> fantastic. <laughs> uh, clearly, clearly, it's not. Yeah. Uh, so the producer for Lullaby, the, the the third of these these films, he was there, and then he talked to us after, and that was really interesting. He like they filmed this short film in fifteen hour under fifteen hours at his parents' house in Miami, uh, wow. and that and that that short film is actually on HBO Latino. If you get that, um, so you know, check check it out if you like. What uh, was it called? It's called Lullaby. Lullaby. Yeah. Okay. It's on HBO Latino. And then, so here, mm. the last thing I want to talk about um, is the Japanese film Last Cut, or sorry, One Cut of the Dead, which it, this was a, it was, supposed to, it was marketed as a horror film. And it's not. And, and it, so the premise of this film is like 30 minutes, it's a single take. Uh, a one a one shot a one cut uh where these uh japanese filmmakers are in a an abandoned like army facility and then they start getting attacked by zombies what's and it's really shitty quality and the acting is terrible and when you start watching you're like this is this isn't great and it's been getting hype it's been getting a lot of acclaim and then once that 30 minutes is up the movie takes a sharp turn and turns into something completely different, which absolutely elevates it and makes it a really, really cool and unique thing. Wow. And, and, and so if, if you can get past the 30 minutes being like, Oh, what the hell is this? This is like worse than any, (laughs) any crappy B movie I've seen on Amazon prime. You will be, you'll be pleasantly surprised, especially if you are in the filmmaking and you want, oh, you, okay. and you're interested in the, the filmmaking process. I think. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. So I, cool. I, I highly recommend that. And that's called the one, what? One, one cut of the dead. One cut of the dead. Yep. Is that, is that, how is that like, is that distributed like widely at this point? Is, or is it something that's still I, like, in limited release. I think it's in limited release. It's still going around the festival circuit that we talked about before uh, it getting released on Amazon prime early. And then there's mm-hmm. a discussion about like pirating on, on Amazon prime because of distributors. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. that was the movie that was released there. Um, it is already slated for an American remake. If that tells you. Oh, weird. Okay. Tells you anything. Um, Do you think the American remake will still have the messed up 30 minutes at the beginning? Like the, 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. And, and the, the, the first 30 minutes is it's, it's not great quality for a reason. And the last three quarters of the movie explains why things are like that. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I can, I can tell uh, you, I can tell you more offline later. Yeah, if uh, I I want to I want to shout out to uh, Philip Marks eighty seven who is watching on stream hey, right now. Philip, uh, they say I definitely thought your voices were switched. If that makes sense, uh, which I <laughs> think he's saying like maybe looking at pictures of us that like you were Brandon and or well that you were Travis and I was like or that are like we had different oh body switches like a, like a Freaky Friday situation <laughs> possibly. Oh, like 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 uh, like you like you're the funny one. And he confirms it. Yes, that's exactly what he's trying to say. <laughs> well, maybe that, like, your voice obviously was coming out of the bald guy. And and <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, that's that's really interesting that huh. I guess I guess that's the whole new aspect that, that live video brings I, to this podcast. I never fancied my voice as being bald. So that's new to me. <laughs> yeah, and it's all I know. So... <laughs> Since you were like 18. <laughs> he says, yes, uh, your voice does sound bald. So uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Philip, for uh, those remarks. And and I, I think speaking of baldness and, and things like that, I really want to get into what is, is plaguing me right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that is our uh, slow and steady progression towards our eventual demise. Mm. I'm talking about getting old. Uh, and, and, and the reason it's so fresh in my mind is because I went to the doctor today for, <laughs> is this, is this literally the WebMD apathetic enthusiasm? Literally WebMD. like the first time in almost three years. I, I mean, I go for like regular, regular checkup type stuff, but I've never gone for like a complaint. Like, like I, I don't seem to get sick very often. If I do, it's usually not something that I need to go see a doctor for. Okay. I, I get my checkups, you know, I do like the dental stuff, all that, everything, but I haven't been like, oh, I hurt my leg and need some Motrin or something, right? <laughs> like, so uh, my doctor literally asked, like, are you new to the area? And I was like, no, I've been here three years. And she's like, yeah, we've never actually seen you here in the office. This is kind of incredible. But I was complaining about some elbow soreness okay. that has been persistent for several months and uh after answering a bunch of questions she's like yeah you definitely have all of the like normal signs for tennis elbow and i know before you ask no i do not play tennis <laughs> say, say no more <laughs> say no more uh but yeah so then like she's like telling me about exercises i can do for like physical therapy and like creams i can rub to numb my elbow <laughs> and this like little brace i can wear on my forearm that like relieves tension yeah and then like she's like oh and uh you haven't had a lipids test before let's go test your cholesterol too so all of a sudden i like i just feel like oh gosh i my joints are breaking oh, and i'm and my cholesterol and ah, i just feel so old so many and, like lipids. literally i, I I got I got back to work after I like put that thing on my forearm and I had like um I was like adjusting my shirt or no like I was taking the bandage off from the the blood draw so I was like moving my shirt and one of the guys I work with is like whoa do you have one of them old man braces on your arm like are you already that old 
Wait, and did, yeah, did so she, then I, did she give you a brace? Oh yeah. Well, what? they like prescribed one at the physical therapist. What? So. Yeah, it was Damn legit, it. fam. You know, you know, a couple years back, I went to the physical therapist for my my shoulder uh, because I went boogie boarding, and then I was just like sitting in the water, and then the wave took the boogie board and went and like like pull my shoulder back, and then yeah. I then I didn't care about it for a while. And then I went to physical therapy, and then I was like, do bands do the band <laughs> you know these exercise bands. resistance bands yeah uh philip was at it was saying that his dad got tennis elbow for, in the early 90s from playing super nintendo <laughs> with him and his siblings uh so yeah uh video games could be the culprit like there's no like signif like definite factor for like i don't there was no like event where i like injured it yeah but uh the guy when he was like fitting the the brace on he's like so you're gonna want to wear this if you're like playing sports or like working out or if you're doing any typing and i'm like i work in a software development shop like i uh, i'm on a computer all day he's like yeah you're pretty much gonna just want to wear this all the time <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun i get to do that do you have do you have a, do you have a stand-up desk I do, Brandon. Thank you for asking. Yeah, uh, I I I I asked that because I I have a makeshift stand up desk, and I think we've talked about this before. Uh, no, we haven't, and I want to know what that means. <laughs> Why do you have a makeshift desk? Uh, the, this guy, this guy I work with, Jeremiah. He, I was like, yeah, I want I want to try a stand up desk, but I can't get prescribed one because I don't actually have back issues, and. Uh, so I just started like putting like monitors on top of like boxes <laughs> and, and then I, I went, I went on a, on a business trip. When I came back, he had set up something for me and it was like an old shoe rack that he had had <laughs> and the monitors <laughs> on the shoe rack. And, uh, oh, I just picture your <laughs> desk at work as being like. Like a, like an old timey like junkyard <laughs> with like like weird things hanging off uh, old scaffolding and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like like just tetanus all over the place. Um, Meanwhile, I'm at my desk just like hitting the button to like raise my desk and then to lower it. Oh, like just I'll do that when people come in to talk to me, and if they're like being really annoying, I'll just start adjusting my desk <laughs> while I look at them. Yeah, I'm. That's a real. That's a that's a real power move. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a jerk. Jerk. Uh, anyway, the, the reason the reason I ask about stand up desks is is do you find that? And this is an old man discussion. Full disclosure. No, for seriously. If you're in your early twenties, thank you for listening. This, <laughs> but we are gonna get in. We're gonna get into some real talk here. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Back in 1986, <laughs> when I got my first uh, video game system. Um, so when you're standing up at your 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 standing desk, do you find that you sometimes you're like, Ugh, I just want to sit down to type. Like I don't I don't need to. Yes. Like th like typing standing up is. Like it makes my, I'm doing. I'm well, I don't have it up here. I don't have it up at eye. My keyboard's not at eye level, Brandon. I don't think that's the proper. The keyboard is uh, above the monitors usually. I don't oh. believe that's the proper biometrics for, <laughs> or you know what what is that called? Uh, like ergonomics. Yeah. It's not the perfect ergonomics Sorry. for for typing. But yeah, I um, if I'm doing like a lot of typing, and especially there's there's sometimes at work where I have to review like extensive documents where there's like 
reports or things like that. And I have to like really lean in and like do a lot of comments and things like that. I don't know if it's the emotional draining from having to like review those documents or or what, but yeah, I'm hitting the button and we're sitting down for that. Um, if I'm just like shooting out an email real quick or something like that, uh, I can, I'll, I'll do it standing up, but I have to, Oh, the bubbly's coming back. Um, I, I do have to adjust the desk to the level where like my, my arms aren't doing the like, t-rex thing oh yeah like, yeah the, so they're they're the like kill, the kilroy at, at thing about the at about the natural 90 degree angle right so um but that is <clears throat> that is something i've wondered is if like the tennis elbow thing was like a typing thing or like a computer thing and maybe a second third order effect of yeah. my weird standing desk stuff but yeah yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty i mean standing is the new sitting we all know that <laughs> yeah no sitting is the new smoking isn't that what, isn't oh. That what it was oh yeah sure yeah, yeah that's what I, that's what my boss said that's right <laughs> you know my you know what my boss says to me more than i know what my boss says to hey me. i i remember the details brandon um so so yeah uh, so so that's happening um i gotta watch my cholesterol well, uh, what else well let, let's I, let's let's, I, let's talk let's talk about health things right because because i'm doing this i'm doing the same thing like where i'm I'm getting to. Uh, I'm only 36. I mean, I'm not. I'm not old. I'm not super old. Unless yeah, we're like practically dead at this point. <laughs> unless you were born in the 90s, in which case you're like, oh God, hey Grandpa. <laughs> oh, uh, tell tell me what tell me what Ren and Stimpy was like <laughs> in 1995 on SNCC. I was watching <laughs> Ren and Stimpy before. Are you afraid of the dark? Followed by all that. Um, that, is, that is a great old man voice, by the way. Oh, and thank you. <laughs> I'm like pulling, I'm pulling like a weird version of strong. Uh, uh, strong bad? Not not strong bad. Um, home sar. Home sar. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, so I go to the doctor now for just small stuff because I want to make sure that I'm just getting it documented. So um, so I went I went to the doctor a couple weeks ago. I'm like I've been having a lot of heartburn. <laughs> oh jeez. Can I get prescribed? All right. Well, okay. Well, like what uh what's your normal diet like? Mostly hot peppers and uh, <laughs> vodka. Uh look. That's not a factor, is it? This is tequila, my friend. Sorry. Moving on. I am sorry. I was slightly off base. By the way, this uh, this is margarita mix, which does have a lot of acidity to it. Which, so I go, I go, I go to the doctor, <laughs> and he says, "All right, well, what have you been taking? Have you been taking Tums?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Good. Don't take Tums because all that does is mask the symptoms. It doesn't actually get to the core of what the problem is." I say, "Yeah, no, I'm taking uh, Zantac." He's like, "Good. Very good." And then I said, also, I, I take a shot of apple cider vinegar. And he's like, don't do that. Oh, jeez. That's, that's bad. I say, no, I was just joking about that. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do I don't that. do that. It's totally. As my teeth are like, Chelsea, get rid of the vinegar. <laughs> get rid of it. Um, but I've also gone for uh, like thumb thumb soreness, uh, also, maybe also an elbow. I don't know. I probably talked about an elbow. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I'm. I just don't go to the doctor that much. Like 
I I ignore a problem for as long as possible before I finally I'm like, all right, guess I'll guess I'll go see somebody well, about this. Th- I think this is a universal thing, not necessarily an age thing, where you you don't want to go to the doctor because you feel that the doctor is just going to say, what's the problem here? (laughs) Yeah. You're old. Your elbow hurts. What's what's get over it. What's the big, when I went in for heartburn, ice it, ice it old man. (laughs) (laughs) When I went in for heartburn, the, you know, the little intern, whatever, whatever that position is that checks you in, um, a nurse? nurse. Are you talking about a nurse? Yeah, the nurse, the <laughs> the, the the doctor's aide. Uh, he was like, "So what? Why are you here?" Like, ah, oh, that's heartburn. He's like, "We see people for much worse things. So you're, you're here for heartburn? Like, yeah, yeah, I am. I want my I want my Zantac prescription, fucker." <laughs> He's like, oh, your tummy hurts. Okay, <laughs> but that, that let me, let me, yeah. But that, I mean, but I, I mean, thing, it makes right? sense. Where you don't want to go into the doctor because mm-hmm. you're like, I, they're gonna they're gonna belittle me for things that it don't happen. My my son disease right is a prime example of why I don't go to the doctor initially. Uh, for those out there, fun fact about Brandon Cruz: I have a disease, a blood disorder called erythropoietic protoporphyria. EPP for short, if you must know, and it's a blood disorder where I produce produce too much of a certain enzyme called a porphyrin, and what it does is my liver doesn't filter you're, it out. You're making this up. Clearly, this is all gibberish. <laughs> you're making this up. My liver doesn't filter it out, and what it does is the sun's UV rays uh, react with this excess enzyme in my bloodstream, and it makes my skin burn like I'm kind of allergic to the sun. Okay, if I if you're following me so far. Uh, I wasn't diagnosed with this until I was about 20, 21. And the reason I was diagnosed with it was I went to the doctor after my whole life having this and feeling like, why is everyone else in the sun and they're okay? And I'm like, I'm crying and running into the shade. Uh, I went to like WebMD and I, I, I looked up uh, sun disorders and I got a printout of this exact thing. And I went to the doctor, my, my doctor, and I said, I think I have this and I want to get tested for it. And he's like, well, you know, one of the, one of the sun sensitivity things is drinking too much and, uh, not getting enough sleep. Like that's great. And those are things that affect me, but I still want to get tested. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and are you saying I was drinking too much when I was 12, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Was that the issue? Oh, I yeah. should have said that. Damn it! Um, but yeah, but I. But these are the things you. The passive aggressive responses really come on more later in life. I think it's not something you would have naturally you grow addressed into, early on. You grow into yeah. it. You yeah. grow into it. Go into it. Yeah, exactly. At any, at any rate, I got tested. Sure enough, I had it, and he's like, "Yeah, my bad." But that's a thing where you. <laughs> That's one thing you never want to hear your doctor say. You never want them to be like, oh, my bad. No, I don't care the context. You never want a doctor to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Wrong, wrong surgery. My bad. That's like when I went to the lab today to get my blood draw, and they kept asking me, like, my name and birthday over and over again. And I'm like, oh, it's still me. Like, come on. But at the same time, I'm like, also, I don't want someone else's test to so yeah, just keep asking. It's fine. <laughs> I, I don't want to be that person where they like take the wrong leg. That's I don't 
you just keep asking the questions. I'm I'm cool with it. That's fine. I'm cool. I'm cool with this bureaucracy. It's going to save me some <laughs> some heartache yeah. or heart attack exactly. in the future. Uh, uh, you're, when you're talking about like looking up symptoms online, I feel like that is such a catch twenty two now that especially like yeah, WebMD and those those sites are are decent, but even just like Google itself has so much of that baked into it now, where you can like hammer out a bunch of symptoms and it can get like really close if not spot on to what your condition is sheena googled like my symptoms like a week before i went in she's like oh it sounds a lot like you have tennis elbow and i was like all right well i don't know i'll just talk to an actual doctor and find out and then I tell them all the stuff and they're like, yep, tennis elbow, classic case. And I'm like, should I have just gone to Google? Like, could I have gotten my morning back if I had just done that? <laughs> but then like maybe if Sheena Googled the wrong thing and I had like, I don't know, diabetes. Like, I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. But if you come in like, oh, well, I was looking online and I'm pretty sure it's like you self-diagnose that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's, that's definitely tricky thing a, cu- a couple a couple years ago i i had uh lower back issue lower right back issues and it was like just like a very very dull pain that just lasted for for probably about a, a week or two and so then i went in and they hadn't you know I, I i went online i was like what does this mean oh am i not exercising enough or whatever and i was like no it's probably cancer uh maybe <laughs> um <laughs> no or or uh, kidney stones. I was like, never had kidney stones, so that's probably not it. So I went then went in. Must and, be cancer. Uh, went in. They like, yeah, you have blood in your urine. I was like, great, cool, that's normal. And <laughs> no, no, listen, kids, it's, I don't think that's normal. Yeah, uh, don't listen to my my doctor advice. Uh, but it, but it ended up being you know it ended up being a kidney stone. But still, you know that's the risk of of self diagnosing is. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't know until you you go in for some of those things. Ten, like an issue in your elbow, that's probably easier to diagnose than than lower back pain, which could be a smorgasbord of issues. Yeah, exactly. So how are, how's your uh, how your after how how's your afternoon nap frequency going? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I eat dinner at four. Because. <laughs> Gotta get that early bird special. Uh, anything after four thirty is just my the my my stomach is just tore up for the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I especially after certain work days, I'll go home. Kids are playing fork knife and watching YouTube's, and I sit there on the couch. My dog will come curl up on my lap, and then I am out. Uh, I don't know. Just maybe it's maybe that's because I go to bed way too late though. <laughs> that, that 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 may be the actual uh, root cause there. So. My 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 biggest issue is is driving home after after work because it's still like you know forty five minutes to an hour of traffic. And <laughs> what I've been doing is uh, I found a good nap spot on the on the way home. <laughs> what? <laughs> And because I can, I can basically sleep anywhere. Uh, so there's a Lowe's near my house and, <laughs> and no one ever parks in this area. And it's just, it's shady. It's nice. I just go there, you know, put the seat back. <laughs> so you take naps on your ride home from like work? Yeah. Yeah. I stop at the Lowe's parking lot. 
<laughs> under the like tree. How fre- how, like how frequent would you say that happens? Not not that frequently. Like okay. if if I'm if uh like if I know that I'm gonna go home and 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 uh I have to apologize to Chelsea because I was rude to her parents and her friends, and I know there's gonna be some stuff going on. You know what? Let me get a nap first. Let me, just, let me just let me just come into this fresh let me get a let me just get a little power nap uh maybe some assorted lumber uh and then they saw in the saw in them locks yeah lowe's had a four, a four you know you can get like a four bags of mulch for 10 bucks recently let me tell you it's a deal it's a deal Go, that's, that's a practical practically a steal ladies lowe's.com this 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 episode brought to you by lowe's <laughs> Uh, find a Lowe's where Lowe's are. I don't. Nap, I don't know. Nap, nap, not, not a great ad read. Napping is great. Let me let me uh, let me tell you about being rude to Chelsea's friends real fast. As an aside, sorry this the show is this episode is full of tangents. So let's go. Yeah, up. this that's what the show is. Uh, Ch- Chelsea had a bunch of friends over, and um, one of her friends like late later in the evening was walking past me, and she's really nice. And she said. Uh, I bet you regret inviting us over now. <laughs> and and I deadpan response to her, I didn't invite you over. <laughs> and <laughs> it was the it was it was probably like the the dickest dickiest thing I've said to somebody in a, in a while. And um so I I told Chelsea about it later and she's like, "Well, why are you so rude to her?" I'm like, "Sorry." I apologize. I feel bad about it. Sorry. Sorry for being socially awkward. Oh, then they wanted to be on the podcast, and I immediately said no. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea's like pushing. This is, this is, this is a highbrow <laughs> professional program. We we don't just let anybody on I, here. I, uh, Chelsea likes to tell everybody about the podcast, which is great. And then they're like, we have so many questions. Can we be on it? And I... I I don't want to be rude and say no. That's not the show we do. We don't bring random, random people on, random Chelsea friends on here. We don't do that. <laughs> people uh, I don't even invite to my house <laughs> on my podcast. Um, Ugh. but 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 uh, but on the other hand, uh, that night I was like, nah, sorry, no, that's not what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to pass it by Travis and he's a very he's a stickler on yeah, content. Yeah, for sure. With Travis with his glasses and that hair. <laughs> just can't he never lets anybody on the podcast. Uh yeah, I yeah, podcasting. Uh something what Oh what, what were you gonna say? I, I remember something I want to talk about. Oh, I was gonna mention on here that uh, my roadcast thing, because uh, we didn't actually mention it on apathetic enthusiasm, which is the the title that we won under. Uh, so I feel like <laughs> if for some reason you do listen to this show and not interdimensional RSS, uh, we owe it to you to let you know uh, that we are major award winners. Uh, we have we have won the. Runner-up prize for my roadcast 2019. Uh, I'm I'm not even 100% sure if we talked about the contest on this podcast. I feel like that's definitely something we would have talked about. Uh, but yeah, it was basically a podcast where you had two minutes or less to uh, produce a podcast. And, and then people got to vote on it. And there was a People's Choice Award. And then there was also a panel of judges that 
judge these different podcasts and there were upwards of 700 plus entries into this uh, contest and we won second place it was pretty pretty flipping awesome yeah yeah it was i was at i was at dinner and you're like do we get anything for second place that's all i saw on the notification i was like I don't know the context of this. <laughs> and then, and then I opened up, opened it up and and I was at dinner with with the family, uh Chelsea's family, and I saw what it was and I was like, "Holy fuck." Like at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're like, "Whoa, hey." It's like, "Travis and I came in second place for this thing." So so surprised. So so surprised. Yeah. Genuine genuine surprise. And, and he, Here's the thing with it, even though we we were surprised that we did it, you and I both felt coming out of creating that thing like this is extremely confident. This is extremely. really this is good. Yeah. <laughs> um and, and uh it's it it's still just kind of uh, overwhelming there's some kind of emotion on it and we put it together in three something hours from concept to delivery to to submission yeah it was i don't know it's amazing it was a lot of fun and now we get like some free gear so hopefully that just continues to help uh, our various podcasts uh, continue to improve and uh you know, push push us into that next level. Yeah, and 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 for those who who did who listened to it, uh, thank you. For those who didn't, it's a, it's about nursery rhymes that are, are true crimes. We had a couple. It's, it's a true crime parody about nursery rhymes <laughs> yeah. called Nursery Crimes. We had a, we had a couple of other ideas when we were we were coming up with with it before we settled on nursery crimes, and and so I just want to I just want to throw these out there and. And tell you how happy I am that we didn't do these, but there's one that I actually do like. The, the first was movie trailer reviews. Since we don't have enough time to review the movies, we just watch the trailers. I was like, meh, whatever. Okay, eh. I, we can we can leave. Definitely, that definitely not a second place idea. Definitely, definitely not. That's like a that's like a seven hundred seventy eighth place. Uh, <laughs> the the second one was adventure mini, but uh, like a tiny D and D podcast. Uh, where we just we we didn't, we didn't flesh this one out, but I put one of us put we could run the smallest fight ever with a climax of combat being interrupted by a, an ad read and a conclusion. Uh, and the, and the third one I like just based off of the title, and this would be a really good. And if anybody takes this uh, takes this idea, you owe us credit. It's <laughs> it's called it was called this dystopian life. A, a parody of this American life, but in a nuclear wasteland, which I still think is actually kind of, <laughs> I, I think that's great. Yeah. Did we come up with that? Cause that's a terrific idea. We did. We did. It's man. It's right there. It's in our Google docs. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Like do like the same, like that one. I feel like you'd need a little bit more long form for the parody. Yeah, definitely. But to really like, hi, I'm Ira glass and <laughs> on this dystopian life, we're going to be talking about, uh, Live from EZB Chicago, this dystopian life. <laughs> Live from what used to be QEZB Chicago, now a, a fiery wasteland uh, on the shores of, of Illinois. Uh, this this dystopian life. Uh, brought to you by Lisa Mattress. Wondery. Which probably they sell yeah. us money. Those stupid. No, those it's true. Let's not put them on blast. Let's 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 let's. Yeah. Yeah, let's be cool. 
Uh, but they do owe us some money. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so we're old guys, we um, and we, we're fine with it. <laughs> we're, we're becoming more and more like Jerry every day. Yes. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. And on the topic of old people, uh, maybe kind of, Shazam is a great movie. You need to see Shazam. It's it's it is it is fantastic. Travis, you should take the kids to see Shazam this this weekend uh, because because it is it is a it, uh, I, I told Omar this before. And I've said it to other people. This is like the first DC movie that has a distinct voice. It is distinctly mm, okay. DC. It has a sense of wonder to it. Zachary Levi does an amazing job. Of playing a fourteen-year-old kid in an adult body, it's that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> though that's yeah, yeah. it's it, it it is it is great. You you should see. You should take your kids to see it because it's the DC sense of wonder that I think we've been missing from those films, with the exception of, of perhaps Wonder Woman uh, in in some time. And yeah. and the yeah. and even the the humor in it is. Yeah, you think humor, you're like, oh, so they're trying to copy Marvel? No, because it is it it's not a Marvel type of humor. It is it's its own voice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Say more about That's it. That's good. I'm I, I'm interested to see it. I I definitely I'm I'm not against seeing it at all. It looks it looks like very promising to me. Uh and yeah, I'll probably check it out. Good. Uh did you watch the teaser for Joaquin Phoenix's Joker jo- film? Joker. Joker. Joker, the French film about uh, the Batman's villain. The sad clown movie <laughs> about the Joker. He is, he is a bad guy, but he likes to laugh. He tells the uh, jokes and he... That's <laughs> uh, a stupid, that's a stupid bit. I'm mad that we did that. Um, yeah, I, I, did, I did watch the teaser trailer for it and it looks it looks good have you ever seen uh scorsese's um the king of comedy you ever seen that movie king of comedy is that's not the one with um robert de niro and no i haven't seen it and uh and uh uh, damn i I forget the actor's name but he's with dean martin and uh his buddy Naiven, right? Naiven with the glow. Oh, are you talking about uh, Martin Short, Lewis, Lewis? Oh, what's whatever? It is. Oh, Jerry Lewis. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. So, King of Comedy was a movie uh, with De Niro and Jerry Lewis, where Jerry Lewis is this this uh, TV personality who gets kidnapped by Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro is wants to be a stand-up comedian and wants to go on Jerry Lewis's uh, late night show. Uh, to mm. to be to be discovered, right? Yeah, that's what that whole the movie's about. Uh, and it was an inspiration for Todd Phillips's Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. And Robert De Niro is in fact in the Joker movie as a late night TV show personality, and you can see him in the, in the trailer around like one fifty five or so. Oh, he's he, like on the TV. Yeah. Um, they show a few clips on it. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so I think, I think personally it's a good, uh, it's, it's a good rendition of the killing joke. Uh, the, the famous gra- uh, graphic novel that shows the kind yep, of yep. origins of the, the Joker. 
uh one bad day i think i think it'll be great to tie this like the king of comedy aspect to um like a killing joke aspect and i think joaquin phoenix can show that that steady decline into madness fairly well oh yeah oh no yeah i think he's definitely capable of that and uh, i feel like that the teaser kind of made me miss um i had his name a second heath ledger yeah um it, because i could he walking phoenix looks like he's really embodying that twisted side of the joker that i i really didn't get from jared leto's portrayal <laughs> and um it this is this is back to that same kind of like really like the joker's such a dark character and um i'm i'm really interested to see how far this movie goes with it and um if if you didn't if you didn't know anything about batman and you saw this teaser like it's really intriguing it, it like i feel like it fans that are not traditional comic fans could still look at this and really you know be interested in it like it's uh so i don't know like the my one question is how far do they go like into him becoming the joker and like where does it where's this movie gonna end is it gonna end like when he becomes joker or like does he then go do joker type things for a while is there gonna be any batman like references in it because really like the the duality of the joker and batman and how they complement each other and contradict each other um is 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 a huge part of of the comics and yeah um it, it it's it's almost interesting to me to have a movie about the joker without having batman really referenced in the teaser at least at all yeah um so i'm I'm curious to see if if they completely divorce it from from batman and just try to make it its own thing or what the, what they try to do i i i i agree i agree with that sentiment the same thing kind of like similar with with venom Venom without any kind of reference to Spider-Man is, you know, that's that's where he's inextricably tied to that 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 universe and that and that character. Uh, uh, the last thing I want to say about the Joker is a tie to the Gotham series, which is about to it's in its final season right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you saw the images or the teaser for the Joker in that series, um, which. Hey, I, 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 there's part of me that wonders, did, did Warner Brothers try to one up the Gotham series re- reveal the Joker with the Joker teaser? Uh, I don't, I don't know. It, or they're like, hey, let's 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 piggyback off the fun, fun, exciting <laughs> uh, news of of this this TV character turning into the Joker and talk about the movie. Uh, the TV version of the Joker looks really kind of creepy and zombie-esque and very Jack Nicholson-esque. So if you have opinions on that and you say, Brandon, you're wrong, well, direct them to the voice of the bald-headed fellow. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to have to start describing our, our most distinct uh, facial <laughs> features uh, with our intros now. Big nose. This is, this is, this is open. <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh all right, cool. Well, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, like, um, I mean, I mean, mine's, I guess, proportionate to my face for the most part. Hispanic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Travis. <laughs> Pale. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Cool, cool, cool. All right, that's it. Uh, I, I guess that's it. That's it. That's it for the show. We're still playing D&D. Uh, we're, we're playing D&D on a regular basis. We started a new uh, campaign. Uh, things have gotten somewhat interesting. Uh, maybe they haven't, but uh, we're making it up as we go, and we're having fun with that. Um, and that's about it for this this episode. It is. Uh, yeah, thank, thanks to those of you who listen, who subscribe to this podcast. Uh, if you have been listening for a while and haven't actually written a review for this podcast, we would appreciate it if you head over to Apple Podcasts and rate the show, give it a review, let us know what you think. Uh, for those of you that are shouting us out on social media, over on Twitter, um, we appreciate it. We appreciate people that are are are, are fans of the show. So, a, a lot of people are um, mentioning that maybe they started listening to International RSS and then started checking out this show uh, after after listening to that podcast. And I, I, I just appreciate you guys hanging out with us and, and letting us know what you think. So uh, that is it. Thank you so That's much it. for listening. Brandon, uh, you keep on keeping on. <laughs> Try to just just stay alive long enough to make it to the Lowe's parking lot. Well, uh, I've, got, I've got the new Twilight Zone to look forward to, so... Yeah, go check out Submit for Your Approval Twilight Zone podcast on where, apatheticenthusiasm.com. Where I haven't talked about the new Twilight Zone by Jordan Peele at all. If you say Twilight Zone, I'm going to shout out that podcast. It's just it's just what I'm going to do, Brandon. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right, thanks everybody for watching, listening, uh, and we will talk to you soon. See you later. Bye. I know you can't hear it, but I'm playing it, 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 playing it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.